Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back. Do you remember so many of the makeover shows that have been out throughout the years, throughout the years, we have seen makeover shows from the home makeovers and even the personal ones like what not to wear and biggest loser and then the swan and all of those had to deal with a lot of external makeovers not saying it didn't impact the inside but the external makeovers I want to touch on the attitude makeover let's talk about if you could use an attitude makeover because in this day of personal makeovers we've seen people lose the hundreds of pounds and get the the nose jobs and finally go after their dream career. But for many, an alteration of attitudes alone can bring transformation to your life and to your experiences. So I want to talk about changing how you approach daily living that might help you achieve your ultimate goals. Even if you don't think you're in need of a total attitude makeover, I want you to listen in and check out some of the ideas that I'm going to share with you to discover positive approaches you can take to get the most out of your life. Here's my first question for you. Are you stuck in a dominant attitude? (laughs) Are you stuck in a dominant attitude? Because if you find yourself feeling the same way about a variety of situations in life, maybe you're hanging on to the same attitude. If you have a particular less than positive approach that dominates your life, it may be time for a makeover. I can remember one day my kids looked at me, especially my oldest one, my daughter, she's, she's, she's an adult. And she's like, why are you always, you know, flipping out over the same thing? It's the same thing every time. And I thought about that because every now and then, you know, she's right. And I thought about this, like, you know, I probably need to adjust that because if, and here's what I'm saying by that. If the same situation happens and you are reacting the same way and it's negative all the time, we may need to be the one that needs to make the adjustment. I know sometimes it stings a little bit, but that's okay. The next thing I want you to think about is really take a moment and reflect on your feelings. Take time to think about how you feel most of the time. How would you describe your dominant attitude? Is it contentment? Is it sluggish? Are you easily annoyed? Is it happiness? Are you satisfied? Are you sitting in bitterness and resentment? Or is it joy or is it envy? Is it worry? Is it peace? Are you always inquisitive or angry? Reflect on your feelings and take some time to really think about how do you feel most of the time? How are you feeling most of the time? Examine your attitude. 
type, the type of attitude that you have. Because as you can see, some attitudes are positive, some are optimistic, and some attitudes are motivating. If you're blessed with a natural, positive, dominant attitude, you're in solid command of your life. If you're most likely already living the good life that you deserve, and that's fabulous. That's where we want to get. But <laughs> but if you notice that a less positive attitude is pervasive and make the decision right now to alter how you think and feel, this is going to be your choice. This is going to be your choice. I love often reminding people just like with success, choose it. Happiness, choose it. Joy, choose it. I want you to think about your attitude. And remember, we're talking about, can, is it time? Is it time for you to have an attitude makeover? I want you to consider um, some of the things I'm going to share with you now that can be more challenging attitudes and the way that they can detract from the quality of life that, that I know you want. I know you want it. Here's one that you have to, to keep an eye out for, sluggishness sluggishness. If you have a sluggish attitude towards life, you'll find yourself just simply plugging along, doing what's barely required, doing that minimum just to get by. You might take very little interest in anything and prop your feet up in front of the television at every spare moment that you have. Chances are you set few, if any, goals. And if that's not you, I want you to think about who you know that that might be and, and just start thinking, Ooh, okay. I think that's so-and-so, but is any of that me as well? And I say that because it's so easy for us to say, Oh yeah, I know who that is. That's so-and-so and such and such, but it's hard sometimes for us to picture that in ourselves. But I want you to think about that because that's the sluggest person. Do you have very little interest in anything? Are you quick to just flop on the couch or plop in the bed? And do you have any goals set? And if you do, are, are they powerful goals? Are they smart goals? What have you done for you lately? The next thing I want you to think about is <laughs> annoyance. Because if you find yourself consistently annoyed, you probably rarely feel satisfied with life. Something is usually going on. Uh, when you're annoyed, you may often just sit in, I hate to say it, but it's, it's often like a judgment seat where you are judging others. And especially those that you see as unable to do things right. Like, oh, you know, there he goes again. There she goes again. Never gets it right. And everything that people do seems to annoy you. you. You don't seem to be satisfied with anything anyone does. And almost, almost having to be careful with that. You know what? I know I should have just did it myself because that person never does it right. And I still have to. That's the annoyance. That's the annoyance. That's when we have to check ourselves. We need a little attitude adjustment. Resentment. Being resentful and really involves feeling troubled and worked up most of the time. It's almost like you're 
always in, and, and it's almost close to, to anger. It's almost close to anger. But when resentment is your dominant attitude, you may feel challenged to manifest positive events in your life or enjoy the ones that happen. Resentment is one of those that can really eat you up from the inside out. It can really eat you up from the inside out because you're troubled and you're always worked up. You're always worked up most of the time. You're worked up most of the time. And when resentment is your dominant attitude, remember, this is when you often feel challenged to have positive events going on in your life. Envy is is the next one. When you're feeling envious of others, um, (laughs) and that can include wanting what someone else has, or feeling spiteful towards others or competitive with others. And it's one thing to notice what someone else has. It's like, oh my goodness, I love that. I have a friend of mine that that is driving what I tell her is my dream car right now. And I was like, girl, and we actually pulled up to the stoplight with each other one day. And I was like, because she was driving behind me and I didn't know it was her. And we pulled up, you know, to a stoplight and we rolled my window down. I was like, I was wondering who is that driving my dream car? And she said, girl, come ride with me. (laughs) Because that's where it's okay to see something someone else has, but it's a different spot when you are envious. And that's when we almost kind of say, you know, well, why did they get it? You know, how did they get that before me? Um, You know, or I don't think that's fair that, you know, they haven't and I don't and I put in my time and I work just as hard. And, you know, why is their family being able to do such and such and this and that? And, And you are in a place of envy. It's one thing to like what someone else have and have that you desire like, oh, man, I can't wait till I get that. And it's another thing to be envious of them. And this is a tough spot to admit when we are envious of other people versus just admiring what they have and having a desire to have something like that. Think about that one. Think about that one because that's that's another tough one for us to recognize sometimes in ourselves. Worry, worry. Let's talk about worry because that's really a prevailing attitude of worry. That means you often experience nagging feelings that things are not quite okay. In advance of an event, you will usually construct um, so many possible scenarios with few of them being positive endings, right? That's like, you know what, I I just don't know if that's going to work. You know, I I don't see how we're going to get that accomplished or, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and even if it does, something's probably going to go wrong. That's the worry person. That's the worry person. And this is another one that when it's us, it is oftentimes that we don't catch it. We don't recognize it in ourselves. And we have to be very careful with worry. When you catch yourself worrying, you've got to, you've got to catch it quickly. And you need to have some daily affirmation that you can tell yourself that, you know what, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but you know what, whatever it is, it's going to be all right. And if it's broke, we will find a way to fix it. Worry is that attitude that you will often experience and you will be a nagger. You will be nagging. And if you think about it, do you like being around somebody who's nagging all the time? The next one I want to bring up is is anger because an angry attitude is exhausting. 
it, you have to deal with it on a day-to-day basis, whether it's your own attitude or someone else's. When this attitude is dominant, usually there is a general sense of unhappiness. Anger, the, the anger attitude, let me tell you something, that bad boy can pop up in the work environment. Not just at home, but you can be angry at the office. And usually that anger is either anger at who you work with, why you're there, you don't like your job, you don't like your pay. And sometimes that anger is at yourself because oftentimes you're like, I should be further along. I'm so mad at myself every time I come to this job because I am so much better than this. Think about the anger attitude, because as an adult, as an adult, um, we we've have to make some changes. And for those of us that have children and grandchildren, start thinking about, do you see any of these traits in them? Sluggishness, annoyance, resentment, envy, worry, and anger. We want to recognize it in ourselves but also think about how this can help those that are around you and those that you love and care about. So now let's shift a little bit and talk about (laughs) making over your attitude because once you determine what's going on, you might benefit from an attitude makeover. You can get started right now, right now, today, not tomorrow. I'll start on this in the morning. No, start right now because as an adult, you most likely already have all the skills that you need to change that challenging state of mind. Let's call it that. There, you probably already catch it. You probably already recognize it. So let me give you um, some strategies that you can use so that you can start experiencing the joys of a more positive, dominant attitude. Here's the first thing, make a decision. Decide to rid yourself of the attitude that's bringing you down. Here's here's a tough spot. When you've got several people telling you that you're acting the same way or they've got the same thought towards you, especially if there are people that um that that do know you, it, it can be it could be a tough pill to swallow, but you can take that and then make a decision that you're gonna rid yourself of that attitude because that attitude is bringing you down. The second thing I want you to start doing is use reminders. Post reminders on your mirror, on your refrigerator, put it in here, you know, on the back of your phone, in your car to catch and let go of that old attitude. Literally, if if you know that you've you fall into one of those categories, let, let's say that yours is um, envy. Let's say yours is envy. One of the things that that I love to do with envy is, you know, and especially because, you know, if you if you are a faith based person um, or not, whichever way you want to word this, but I word mine in, you know what, what God has done for others, he'll do for me and more. So however you need to tweak that and word that for yourself, think about that. You know, the great things that happen for other people will happen for me. And it's, it's okay. It's okay to do that. It is okay to think that way. But whatever yours is, think about the flip side of that. Think about the opposite side of that. Write yourself out, you know, a statement that you can keep, you know, in that back pocket 
and pull it out. It's like, you know what? I'm getting, I catch, I'm catching myself, catching myself, getting a little angry. Uh, I can remember one day, <laughs> my daughter once again, and, and yes, I, I, I have more than one child, but she's my oldest. And she said something to me one day, one day I was flat out sluggish. I was feeling like I was just in this rut and yes, it was just like, ugh. and she said to me, she said, Oh, so I guess you've already made your million this year. And I thought, Oh my goodness, what a great affirmation for me when I catch myself trying to be a little sluggish, maybe a little lazy, maybe a little worn out. And, and it's like, you know what? I am full of energy and I am working on my next million. Think about what you can do for yourself. That's what I'm talking about in using reminders. Get a sticky note, post it, carry it, and believe it when you say it. Replace the old, select a more uplifting attitude as your dominant one. For example, happiness and joy and peace and satisfaction or even contentment as your chief attitude will begin to strengthen your passion for life. When you notice your old attitude creeping in, I want you to replace it immediately with the more optimistic, motivating one. Refuse to surrender your power to that old state of mind, because that's really what's happening. We're giving our power away to that negative, it's going to wear you down attitude. The next one, the final one I want to talk to you about is, and I've already given you a few hints, but affirm your new attitude. Apply your new frame of mind. Because that's really what you're going to do. You're going to rebuild, refresh, and create a new frame of mind for yourself every day. Say to yourself, no matter what, I am full of whatever your positive statement is, whatever that new attitude is. You know what? No matter what, I am full of peace, joy, and satisfaction. Whatever that is. Think about That's what I want you to phrase it. No matter what, I am and put your new state of mind in there. What's your new attitude? And remind yourself that you are stronger than your old attitude. Because guess what? That attitude is ineffective. That is not the attitude that draws people into you, that is going to help you succeed further. And, and remember, success is and, and abundance and wealth and prosperity is not just about numbers and facts and figures. It's about attitude. And it's about your peace and your happiness and your joy. If you have identified um, any of the challenging attitudes that I've shared with you today as your primary emotional state, you might get a lot of pleasure from an attitude makeover. I want you to think about those and think about the suggestions um, that I've given you because I want you to follow some of them. Find out which ones will fit for you and get busy, not tomorrow, but right now so that you can begin to enjoy the good life that you've always wanted to your success. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.